is Monique here, founder of Perfect Planner Company and planning expert for business, life and home. And you are listening to the She Loves to Plan podcast. If you are a time poor entrepreneur or a busy mum spinning too many plates and you want to feel more successful, more organised and more accomplished, then this podcast is for you. Hello everyone and welcome to today's episode of the She Loves to Plan podcast. I'm very excited. I have got a super, super guest on for you today. Um, I love this lady. This lady, I was talking about her on the previous episode because I knew she was coming on and I was really excited to chat to her. And for so many reasons, um, I can't even remember how the lovely Sarah came into my life. But somewhere along the line in this online world, we crossed paths and I just kind of knew really that I had to work with her. And we were very, very lucky that a few years ago, um, Sarah helped us out with some branding and really her expertise really sort of helped to shift my thinking of how our business was going and how we could kind of take it to the next level. And I think it's so important when you meet somebody like that, that you kind of really kind of stick together a little bit because they can really help you. And she said some amazing things to me over the last few years that are still there and I still remember all of them. So I can't wait for you to hear what she's got to say today. So today I'm joined by the lovely Sarah Stone. She is an author. She has a book called Live What You Love. She um, is an intentional living expert. She lives a super life in New York, in the Hamptons. And I can't wait for you to hear from her today. So welcome, Sarah. How do I even follow that? Thank you so much for such a gorgeous gorgeous introduction there. It's like... For gorgeous lady. So excited to be on here with you. So uh, I can, you know, we're already on the same wavelength with so many other things of years gone by, but now we're actually talking about planning and living intentionally. It's super, super exciting. So thank you, first of all, for having me. You're so welcome. It's so welcome. So thank you for being here. So I would love you to share because people might be thinking, intentional what? What does that (laughs) even mean? Right. So she does... um, she teaches intentional living now if i'm going to get this right through creative feng shui that's right and you guys will be listening this is going what on earth are you talking about but (laughs) we've spoken about this now quite a few times at great length and i and i'm starting to really understand it and completely get the benefits of it and i think when it comes to running your business when it comes to running your home life when it comes to running anything we need to be organized we know you know i harp on about this enough on this podcast we need to have a plan but what sarah does is really help you to kind of focus in on that plan through her methods through intentional living so um sarah would you first of all share with everybody today what what it is that you do what is it what What is is it it? (laughs) well if you are listening 
so yeah, much well, better than I will. <laughs> it's it's so funny because if you are thinking, what on earth is this? Quite rightly so as well, because up until just a few years ago, this did not exist. And it came about through actually becoming, chasing success really. Of, and I think that's how we may have first met. We were part, I co-founded a company called Female Success Network, and we help people either start out in business or start over in business. And, and when you're doing that, and when you're start, starting out as an entrepreneur, or you're starting out in business or anything like that, you are chasing a lot of the time. And you, you, you've got these like 20 different hats on, and you don't even know where to start planning. And, you know, we saw that in a lot of women as we went through the years. And it took the move to New York where I had to start over, I had to start afresh. And it sort of like took hitting rock bottom, really, of sort of like selling the house back in the UK, moving to a rental, which was sort of like really alien after owning a house for 20 years. It was leaving the, the like clients back in the UK. It was leaving a business back in the UK because part of our visa meant that I couldn't have a business here. The only thing that I could do or be was my husband's wife. And it was like, I'm so much more than that. So much more um, around it. Yeah, absolutely. And it was life changing as well for the worst, as well as for the better. And it actually got to the point where I was like, I need to have a plan. I need to know what I want to do or what I need to do with my life. Because right now, I don't have any purpose. And I physically said that to my husband. We were walking and I said, I just, nobody needs me. Nobody wants me. Nobody, you know, I just, I have no purpose. And he said, you need to get your ass in gear because this is not like you. You've lost your sparkle. You need to, you need to get your zest for life back. And it included a trip back to the UK. And whilst I was there, I met the feng shui master, Marie Diamond, and she's featured in The Secret. She's in um, like she's she's part of films. There's she's a celebrity. She's like still Steven Spielberg's personal feng shui master. She does things for Leonardo DiCaprio. She does all of these different people. I was like, wow, what is this thing called feng shui? And she was talking about it of being very intentional with where you focus your energy. Now, as an entrepreneur and a business owner, instantly I was, that took me to running a business. And I was like, light bulb. It's like where you want to focus your, where you want to focus your energy. The next thing that she said was like, actually, it's not just about success. It's also about your health and well-being. It's about your wealth and abundance. It's about your, your fame and reputation. And it had these nine areas, which is actually the energetic grid for traditional feng shui. And I was like, ping, ping, ping. So many different light bulbs then going off thinking, I thought this was like arranging things in your home. And I thought it, like your home had to be like a Chinese tat shop with little symbols dangling everywhere with little crystal Those balls. nodding cats. Exactly. That, that <laughs> it was my opinion of it. So I was like, I need to learn everything that there is to learn about this technique, because if it works for them, it can work for me. And it can also work for the people that are within my world that are feeling lost. They're feeling alone. They're feeling stuck. They're feeling blocked. They're feeling unproductive. So there was all of these things, all of it, 
absolutely all of it so that was part of the mission then and and then I was reading about it but it felt very dated it felt quite complicated and I actually felt that I was always trying to get I was getting something wrong and it was like it just something wasn't fitting so I was having conversations with my close circle and the community that you can go and put cards on the table and say listen am I going crazy here or does this have potential? And But something just doesn't feel quite right. And one of my closest friends said to me, she said, Sarah, you have nailed this. You found a tool, you found a system that you can really feel passionate about. That is your inner goal, go-to toolbox of what you want to focus your energy on right now. If there's something that you know that you can use and you can help others with, but it doesn't exist, hallelujah. Like create it yourself. And then that's where creative feng shui came from. So it was a modern version, a simplified version of being able to have this like energetic grid of whatever you want to focus your energy on, whatever you want to be intentional about, you know how to go about it and do it. And that's where creative feng shui was born. And actually the art of that was being very intentional with what you want to do, what you want to achieve, what you want to focus on and all of these things. So that's why I then coined the term of this intentional living expert, because I didn't want to be like a manifesting babe. I didn't want to be like this feng shui consultant. I wanted to give practical advice with strategy, with accountability, and actually have this structure of taking responsibility for your dreams and desires. It's not about going to bed one night, having a dream, waking up the next morning and everything's going to be rainbows and butterflies. It's just not real life. But actually, if you get very intentional about what you're focusing on for that day, what you're planning for that day, you get to plan a life that actually is limitless. And that is the whole thing about being intentional. So that's just like a scratch in the surface of it, but does that give an insight a little bit? (laughs) It does, it's really, really interesting. And I work with so many people that are, um, that will really resonate with this. I think those that are listening to it, because one of the things that we talk about and certainly like part of my business and, and how it's all put together is, it's very sort of heavily focused on goal setting. But there's something about what you're saying about that intention behind it. So, you know, you have these intentions behind your goals and actually it sort of almost makes it almost drives you more than just that sort of standard word of goal setting. I mean, I loved it. It, Like what you're saying, it was one when I heard you talk about it, it was absolutely a massive light bulb for me. Um, A lot of people have had a lot of light bulb moments this year in particular about New Year's resolutions and somebody was so so I did a a little bit of a movement into the new year and it was it was all about stop like making or creating these New Year's resolutions, which are pretty much based on the things that you want to fix or that, that, that are not right about yourself and actually like time tells you that new year's resolutions you do it for the first week you get bored and then you know that you're not going to do them anyway so did this thing say like don't do resolutions actually set intentions and i did it for um it was 22 in 22 intentions for 2022 and and it was very specific for the 22 because it's very easy just to write those like main main goals or main intentions and then actually because there's more than a 
11 or 12, you then have to start thinking about these smaller things that are really important. But actually, you, you, they get discounted because they aren't seen as a big productive goal where actually they feed all of the other things as well and I think it's somebody said to me she said I saw that go out on social media and she just looked and she was like so simple yet so effective and absolute gold and it's something that she's stuck to because she's seen it with complete fresh perspective and fresh energy and actually meaning behind it as well of like really sort of like thinking about what it is that you want I think there's almost a, when it comes to New Year's resolutions, it is almost, it's almost a joke, don't you think? You say, yeah. I'm going to set these, but we already know, we already know before we even set them that we're going to give them up anyway. Yeah. Because we've told ourselves already, I know, because this is what people do with resolutions. It is just part of it, isn't it? It's part of the process. Hey, January comes, New Year, New Me, woohoo. Exactly. Here I go. Set my set my goal. Um, set my New Year's resolutions. I'm going to go to the gym five times a week. Yep. You see it, you know. You go to the gym and it's packed by February. You know, you can easily get on the treadmill because most of the people have given up by then. But they almost expect to. But there's something about the wording behind that, behind getting intentional. Actually, I'm going to get intentional about getting fitter. I'm going to, yeah. I'm, I intend to get fit. Exactly. And that's, that's, the, that's the, the pressure off as well, doesn't it? And that's the golden nugget that's there. It's about ne- moving the needle forward, like making the progress, like progress over perfection, because so many people that it needs to be like, this needs to be so drastic, but actually this, this, this just moving forward and building momentum is actually sometimes more powerful than, than trying to go all out, crashing and burning and not being able to do it in the first place. And I think that's why I'm quite sort of passionate about the terminology between goals and intentions as well because they're very linked but actually it's the language of what that is because I think you get you you end up keeping up with the Joneses don't you with some goals you know there's language there's there's other people's goals that are out there there's all of that thing and I think that's the difference is that if you're intentional it's about it's about what you want it's about why you're doing that the feeling behind it and all of the other things that and goals do that too but you're right it's the language then of like doing it with intent and 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 that and that pushing forward that way as well and I think yeah it's 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 so powerful when you use it effectively that's the difference it almost helps you kind of see the finishing line more than you would just by saying by setting that goal you can almost see the end yeah no actually and then you can kind of understand here are the steps that I need to take and you can, you as you say, you can move forward. So can you apply this kind of theory? Would you say, we know we can do it in business. We know we can do it for, for, for the things that we dream about and the things that we want to achieve. But would you say that this in, it applies to all areas of our life? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You know, it does. <laughs> that was a very leading question. It was a very I leading question, it. but I know what you knew what you were going to say. But <laughs> I love it. I love it. Absolutely. And then so this is when the tool of creative feng shui comes into the mix and literally amplifies, whether it is that you do vision boards, whether it is that you do to-do lists, whatever it is that you can do, you could literally just 
close your eyes, do it, or, 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 or visualize like this tic-tac-toe grid where it's got two, two lines vertically and then two lines horizontally. And then drawing a border around the center, uh, sorry, around the outside of it. And that's automatically giving yourself an energetic grid that you can then just focus different areas of whether it be health and well-being, whether it be wealth and abundance, all of these things. So do you mind me saying where they are now? So that's what I'd love you to do. I'd love you to either grab a grab a pen and piece of paper. Yeah. And on the on the pen and piece of paper, what I would do is I would draw two lines um, in the in the center and then two lines across mm-hmm. and then a border around it. So you should end up with nine squares. okay can you do that and then on that piece of paper what I would love you to do in the top left area of that piece of paper is write wealth and abundance then in the top and center I would love you to write fame and reputation the top right love and relationships the middle right legacy creation i hope you guys are doing this i hope you've all yeah. got your pens and paper out yeah. legacy creation yeah. bottom right is helpful people and travel and if you're driving while you're doing this please do it when you get home <laughs> Disclaimer, 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 don't crash. Disclaimer, don't crash. And then bottom center is career and life path. The bottom left is self-cultivation and knowledge. The left in the middle is family and new beginnings. And right in the center is you, along with health and balance. So with that grid, what you're able to do, if you're a vision board fan, you put all of your intentions, goals, vision, anything that you've got planned within there, you can actually put them and direct them into those. It's called the magic map. Officially, it's called the, the feng shui Bagua map, if you wanted the official term for it, but it's a real productive way of actually sort of either doing your goals, setting your intentions, or even setting out and laying out your vision board. So with that, what you then get to be able to do is like when you're when you're planning what you're doing with finances. Is that on the top left area of your desk? You know, it's it's a grid. It's a map for wherever you are. When you're standing at the door of your room, what's in that top left area of your room? Because now you've got that map in your hands. You know that this is where the wealth and abundance is. So actually, you you get yourself to like a really good way of planning on how to lay out your room. You've got a plan there on how you can lay out your desk your desktop, your your vision board, any of those things. It could even be your car, whatever, you know, what, what that grid is now there for you as your step-by-step guide as a starting point with feng shui. And it's, that's what I first learned. And I was like, 
Right. So now I know I can be really purposeful on when I'm planning my wealth and abundance. That's where that can go. Then it's sort of like my magazines or um, my podcast and all those things, the success of that, that can go into that area. So you get to drill down further and further on what that means for you. So then you can be very intentional about where you focus your energy, whether that be your environment, whether that be your office, whether that be your computer, your phone, your car, whatever you want that to be. A great starting point is your desk and also your vision board, just to start to see how that lays out. And it gives you a really great way of planning those goals, planning those intentions, and also really being able to focus your energy. That's amazing. I mean, do you think would would people have to fill out every single one of those, or do you say to some people, you know, that that a certain area might not resonate with them, for example? It's do you know what? It's a life check in. So if you've ever done any kind of life coaching or anything like that, it's like this momentum cycle. And you can see I've actually taken you around in a clockwise rotation and it sort of like spirals into you that's in the center. And it's not about um, like spinning nine plates all at one go. I want it to imagine like your car wheel, like where's the puncher? Where, where do you want to focus your energy right now to, is it your finances? But Or actually, is it your relationships that you want to build with your clients? And, you know, so you get to choose what's important to you and what you really want right now, whether it be personal personal or professional, whether it be business, whether it be home, whether it be lifestyle, whether it be your health. You know, there's, there's an area for you that means that you can get to choose where you focus your energy very intentionally every single day or every week or whatever it wants to look like for that period of time in your life. And it just gives you, it gives you a purpose. It gives you a checking point. It gives you a pulse check of like, where's it at? Where do I need to focus my energy? How can I be more productive? And let me just try making these changes. Let me try making, you know, just adjustments to to actually, again, move that needle forward to get to where you want to be. I think it's amazing because we don't, you know, our life doesn't work. You know, we have just one thing that we want to do. And I know certainly when I sort of came into the online space, you know, it was like, what's your goal? What's this? What do you want to do? What do you want to achieve? And I remember when we started to create the planners and, and I think it was about the second year, I started to think, well, hang on a minute. Can't all just be about this one thing because, You know, and as I said at the beginning of this episode, our life fits into so many different areas and especially especially now, probably more than ever, certainly so many of us as entrepreneurs are are working at home and we're juggling around our family life and our home life and our relationships and, you know, our health and all of these things. And it all just molds into one. And so learning to almost kind of, I suppose, compartmentalize things a little bit. And sort of give them their own, their own, what they deserve, their own little pot. And this is a great way of sort of getting an overview. And, and I guess from looking at this as well, you can kind of really see what is your priority, where, where you want your focus to be. Because actually, if it is for wealth, you know, you can focus it all there and, you know, everything that you want to, that you intend to achieve into that top left corner. And, but I guess it always just centers 
around you around you it is and and that's the point because actually that was that was the thing that started it in the first place so if you go you know we we did this whole uh, like pursuit of success okay mm-hmm. and and we all now know everybody's version of success is very very different but I, i've got a few war wounds now i've been in the entrepreneurial space self-employment space since like you know two was like 2007 so it's it's a long time being in in business doing doing working for yourself and trying to th- keep things going and i think you experience a lot of that but also what you experience and what you see see is I've seen so much burnout. I've seen so much exhaustion and I've seen a lot of people actually close their doors to their business because they didn't want to, to carry on with it because they, it took over and, you know, talk about the work-life balance side of things. They got so busy being busy and having chaos and, and that actually maybe their marriage failed or it's that thing. And that's why it's sort of like really, really being at these checking points of knowing where you want to focus your energy and, you know, if you are wanting to focus a little bit more on your health, make sure that you're carving out time to plan, plan in that and actually be able to sort of like breathe and do it. And you're not doing any harm to anybody by taking care of you in the long run, you know, and it's sort of like knowing that it's okay. It's all right to, to have self-care. It's all right to, to stop for a little bit and breathe and all those things, because actually it will just recharge you more for getting, getting there the next day. And I think that's what we get. I think everybody seems to be that they have to keep going. They have to be on this spinning plate all of the time. And I think that's what this brings to the table. This brings this like little prod in your shoulder saying, Hey, hold on a second. Right. If you're so busy on your success here, what's happening here? Here about your relationships or what's happening here about your health or your or your mindset and your well-being or your self-cultivation you know just just being very mindful of it. it's not all about the success and it's also not all about the money and it's not all about you know all these other things is it's it's actually just keeping you very accountable to sort of like having a balance in life for your own well-being your own positive influence within you and around you as well because if you're glowing other people are going to go what are you doing you've got it you know you can and if you have your own system and you know you've got your own plan and you're doing all of those things that's where you get to where you want to quicker because it's it's you've, you've got a nice balance that's going there for yourself yeah what would you what would you say to somebody I mean I I speak to a lot of people that just completely overwhelmed and you know everything you were saying with that sort of work-life balance you know they feel overwhelmed they're stressed out you know the kids are young and they're desperately trying to build a business as well I mean would you have any advice for someone about how they can kind of you know all of these areas of their lives they can kind of start to maybe focus on them a little bit but obviously not you can't ignore the fact that you might have young children at home and you know or 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 a partner that maybe wants your time, you know, it is a, it is a hard juggle and anybody in the entrepreneur space or, you know, and I even refer to this quite a lot in the podcast. It's, 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 you know, you don't necessarily have to have a business. You could be a mum at home and, and sometimes, you know, just getting a load of laundry done or, or unloading the dishwasher or whatever it might be, might feel like this amazing achievement. And so, well, as you said, whatever success is, 
Success can be making sure that that laundry is done or success can be building that multi six figure business, whatever it is. But, you know, you've we all have those struggles. So, yeah. How how could you what advice would you give to that to that person? I totally say the the biggest game changer that I did when I was in in that situation was create space create space in your head yes every every sense of space and just like you would talk about success like success being your version of success actually space allow create space of whatever space means for you whether it's somewhere where you can breathe where it's somewhere where you can just collect your thoughts where it's somewhere where you could just do the laundry where it's you know whether it's just that you can sit in the car for an extra five minutes and and listen to the end of the podcast it's actually intentionally create space in your mind your body and that can be the body of your home or, or and your soul the soul of you of uh, that you can listen you can listen to what your body's telling you because your body or your guts instant more than anything is never wrong so actually sometimes when you're busy doing everything for everybody else the gut's screaming at you but actually you can't listen because there's too much going on that's that's happening so actually just by creating space whatever that space means for you to breathe to collect that thought and also if there was one one room in your house that I would say just to make for you and if you can and and I know it's not always easy if you've got young children and things like that but is there one room in your house and mainly sometimes it's mainly the bedroom like it's just your space like that is where you can go where you can actually just close that door and I've called it a goddess room I've called it a success room I've called it the sanctuary you know it's that it's what what space do you need in your life right now mm-hmm. and then intentionally create the space for that whether it's an extra five minutes where it's you know when you just say I'm just popping to the shop for a bottle of milk or whatever it is go to the shop go and buy whatever it is just to be in your car because that's normally a really good space just to listen just to drive just to just have that moment and I really collect those thoughts and like breathe and or creating a place place where you can have a really good night's sleep or even the bathroom where you could just lock yourself away and just be able to just have that time because it's so hard it's so hard but having space for your space is incredible it's so true I mean my parents um, my parents live quite close to me and they were amazing this weekend I was absolutely knackered and they said, we're going to take the kids We're going to take the kids. And honestly, that is dangerous. When they take the kids away from me for an evening, they took them away. I had an amazing night's sleep and I didn't see them again until they took them out for breakfast and stuff. I didn't see them again until the Saturday um, lunchtime. So I woke up, I'd had an amazing sleep, woke up. And honestly, my brain was like, yeah. it was fucked just and I said I feel like I've had a holiday yeah. because I had that space I had that little gap you know uh you know I adore my children you know of course I do but having that exact that that space so you know if you have got people around you as well that can help you out if you know you have got young children or anything like that just to give you that that time honestly it yeah. It's like it's like gold, it's absolute gold. And sleep is is like the 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 
best thing that you could possibly like wish for. So making sure that your bed is nice and cozy, you know, of sort of like really supportive. Then we get into the creative feng shui things of like what to surround, you know, sort of like step out of bed and you've got something cozy to stand on when you get out of bed, a really nice robe or something that you feel comforted by that sometimes that when you, if you do get that time, that if you can then have a bath or just stand in the shower for an extra five minutes, you know, it's sort of like those little those little luxuries it can be as small as that and and like you say one good night's sleep can can be 10 days worth of work (laughs) you know it's changed the world after a good night's sleep (laughs) i bet your house i can only imagine i wish i wish we were doing this on video and you could do us on a lovely guided tour because i bet your house is absolutely (laughs) well it's been a work in progress we're just getting there um now i mean my office where where we're recording this 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 needs an overhaul but uh, we moved in it's nearly 12 months so we, it's been a, a, like a, a project that that's still yeah. ongoing and everything but we're getting there with it and again that's that's the big learning is that actually realizing that not everything needs to be done like what's the big rush what is the big rush of like actually take it at your time and in a way that feels right for you just don't feel that you need to meet everybody else's expectations do it on your terms in your time and and actually you know start speaking to yourself a little bit kinder as how how you would to your best friends instead of like giving yourself such a hard time for not doing this not doing that not doing all these things actually just just to sort of like embrace embrace yourself a little bit more you know I almost call it like the um, the Amazon culture, you know. But Amazon sort of you you buy something off Amazon, you want it now. Yeah. Why isn't it? Why isn't it here in five minutes? <laughs> and I think we apply this into every area of our life. Yes. And actually, to slow down for a minute, yes. it's not a bad thing. You know, we can we can afford to take our time. Exactly. You make creative decisions that way. You're not rushed. You know, you everything just around you, your whole life is better if we just learn to slow down a yep. little bit, you know, appreciate what's going on around us in our lives. And but and it's and the best the best things that have ever happened in life or business is actually when I've taken myself out of normality and actually gone into I call it bunker time. Like if you're ever wanting to do anything big um, for a plan or anything like that, I think if you could just go into a fresh space where it's got the white walls where you can do like the uh, flip chart paper, whatever it is, and get out what's in wherever you can do a brain dump of everything that's on there in a fresh space to give yourself this retreat environment whatever that looks like for you and and really empty your head and really you know empty your mind get so I always say about decluttering so it's not just about decluttering your drawers and 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 your and your wardrobes and things like that it is about what's going on in your head as well because that frees you up as well and it'll, it'll allow you to plan better it'll allow you to get perspective and it really sort of like re, uh, allow you to be much more productive as well it's so it's sort of isn't it that we carry yeah. up here that we just need to just offload um yeah. so important yeah um I could chat to you for so long about this. I really, really could, but um, but we are we are going to have to cut it off. But um, it's just such a joy, such a joy to talk to you. And there's there's so much more that we could touch on. I know we could. Um, but 
you mentioned about the 22 in 22 yeah. and um i'm sure some of our listeners would love to find out a little bit more so could you let us know a little bit about how maybe they can get hold of that and also then connect with you because guys if you do want to find out a little bit more about sarah um she she's going to give you her her amazing download for you um and i believe it comes with some sort of it comes with instruction doesn't it it does yeah <laughs> so what i've created for you is an extension of what we did for the new year because i think um like new year's resolution setting intentions is not just a one-time fix it's a living breathing exercise that you could do on a weekly or monthly basis to help you plan your life with with intention so i would love to offer the listeners it's called a 22 in 22 and it's going to be a pdf download for you which really encourages you you and empowers you to write 22 intentions for whether it be the next 12 months where three months whatever you want it to be and there's a few more goodies in there where you can find out some tips about creative feng shui itself as well and you'll be able to download that at www.sarahstone.com forward slash 22 dash 22 and when I say dash it's like a little minus sign and I'll have that download available for you and then if you want to follow along on social media I do a lot of tips and guidance on my Instagram page and you can find me there at at Sarah Stone online and um, I really look forward to hearing like what you think of creative feng shui and if you've given it a try then get in touch and let me know but it's just been an absolute pleasure to be able to share it today I think I just I'm passionate about it and if you have the opportunity to live with intention just do it because it'll get you forward in your business or life or relationships or any of those nine areas (laughs) it's it's brilliant um thank you so so much for your time today those links um everyone will be in the show notes so just click on all the links below and you will find them in the show notes of this episode Sarah, thank you so much for joining thank us Thank you for today. having me. Thank you. You've been listening to the She Loves to Plan podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the She Loves to Plan podcast. I've been your host, Monique Svensson. I really hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Tune in next week for more planning tips and tricks for either your business, life or home. Please also head over to perfectplanico.com and sign up to our email list. Also, head over to Apple, Google, Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast and hit subscribe and leave a review so that I can share this with more people who need help planning their lives. I'd be so grateful. Thanks again and speak to you soon.